Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 679 of the Juicebox Podcast. On today's show, I'll be speaking with Amy. She is the mother of Leah. Leah is the one with type 1 diabetes. And, um... So many different things. I almost called this episode spicy child, uh, panic room. But in the end, I chose Leah. Please remember while you're listening that nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. If you're a U.S. resident who has type 1 diabetes or is the caregiver of someone with type 1. Please go to t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox now and fill out the survey. The survey will take you fewer than 10 minutes and you will be helping people with type 1 diabetes. t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox. Spicy child. There were a lot of good options in this one. You'll see. This show is sponsored today by the glucagon that my daughter carries, Gvoke Hypopen. Find out more at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juicebox. The podcast is also sponsored today by US Med. You can get your diabetes supplies at US Med. US Med always provides 90 days worth of supplies and fast free shipping. To find out more and get your free benefits check, go to usmed.com forward slash juice box or call 888-721-1514. Amy, I didn't start the recording because we had to shut the thing down and start it back up again. Oh, I'm shoot. Having a, uh, oh, my God. All right. Oh, no. Okay. I, I, well, we can start over. This does not happen often. You were doing so That's well. That's okay. It's recording now. I am mortified. Hold on no, a second. Oh no, oh my no, no. gosh. No, are you kidding? What if I wouldn't have looked up in, a, in the first couple of minutes? <laughs> what if like an hour from now we were like, oh my God, what an amazing You're story. You're like, whoops. And that's how your face ended up on the Washington that's Monument? That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to call my child a demon seed, so <laughs> I'll take that out. I'm oh, like, no. what if she now hears this, this Now this part has to stay in, so I'll beep that out. Don't worry. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Amy, I'm trying to think of the best way to do this. I don't want to make you retell... Uh, it's fine. I can shorten it a little bit. No, no, you know, no, no. It's, it- I just, I, I don't want to put you in a weird position where you're like, oh God, I just said this three seconds ago. Um, give me a second now. I'm, I'm all, now my adrenaline's pumping. I just broke out like one of those little flop sweats. I was like, God, I'm so disappointed in myself. Hold on. Uh, it's totally I fine. have, I stare at this screen four to five times a week and I watch it go past me and I'm looking at it and I'm like, what's it not doing that it usually does? Oh yeah. Recording. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. All right. Okay. Real quick. Um, yeah, so I'm so embarrassed. Uh, introduce yourself again. I'm sorry. <clears throat> okay. You ready? I am. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. was that sarcasm maybe? <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. no, 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 <laughs> not at all. All right. Go ahead. Um, Okay. Hi, I'm Amy, and um, I'm a mom of three kids. I have a 16-year-old daughter, 13-year-old son, and a 10-year-old daughter, and she is my uh, type 1. Okay. Oh, boy. 
I'm so irritated with myself right now. I got to let it go. Hold on. Let me shake my arms. Does that work? When you let it go. Let it. It's all good. I, don't know. I saw Oprah <laughs> do this one time. She looked very relaxed when it was over. But yeah, she's a billionaire, fine. so it's probably easier for her to <laughs> forget things. Don't you think we give a, a billion dollars, you can just shrug things off a little easier? It, 100%. Okay. So um, Leah was diagnosed last year during the summer. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah, okay. in June. And mm-hmm. I do I do want to hear the part that you told me before. So you you shared that um since she's been a little kid, what did you tell me her teachers told you? Yeah. So when Leah was in preschool, um, her first year of preschool, her three-year-old class, um, I went to pick her up one day and her teacher was like, I'm really worried about Leah. She's thirsty all the time. She's going to the bathroom all the time. Um, that's a sign of diabetes. And I was like, Okay. And so I took her to the doctor. She's like, you know, you should get her checked. So I took her to the doctor and I said, her preschool teacher thinks she has diabetes. So what do we need to do? And I had no clue. I, you know, I knew nothing about type one. Right. Um, and so, you know, my dad has type two, but um, I just wasn't, you know, anyway, so I knew it wasn't that, but um, so I took her to the doctor and they checked her urine and they're like, nope, there's no glucose in her urine. She's fine. Everything's good. Um, and then the next year in her four-year-old class, um, the other preschool teacher said, Leah's drinking and going to the bathroom all the time. I think she has diabetes. And I was like, well, hey, same, <laughs> um, check same, that last year. <laughs> same preschool as the... Yeah, oh, okay. same preschool. Yeah. And so um, I took her to the doctor again and they checked her urine again, no glucose in the urine. They said she's fine. And then I want to say at least one or two more times after that, I brought it up that she pees a lot and she drinks a lot and she wets the bed a lot. And the doctor just kind of shrugged it off. And he was like, it's probably just behavioral. Like, I'm like, well, like she's too lazy to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like I, I wasn't really, and I just kind of accepted it. You know, I'm like, well, they, they checked what they needed to check. And I just kind of moved on. They never checked her blood, which in retrospect, I would have had them do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then, Go ahead. Sorry. A, a behavioral thing. Like, so we're going to get to it in a second, but Leah's got yeah. a, 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 a streak in her. We're going to call it for now. Right. She's, uh, she does. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will say like before she was diagnosed, my husband and I would joke like every day that she's alive, we lose a day of our life. <laughs> or two. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or two. We put her to bed at night and we're like, oh, I just lost a day off the end of my life because she, she's really, um, before then, uh, before she was diagnosed, she was really, really difficult, and we had no idea why. Um, so, but just really extreme mood swings, uh, fighting with her siblings all the time. Like my first two kids, like I will honestly say, I cannot even remember them ever having a fight ever. Like mm-hmm. they get along so well, and they're really easy to parent, great kids. And so I was just like, wow, we really shit the bed on the first. <laughs> Sorry, am I allowed to cuss? Well, Um, can if you want, sure. (laughs) And you know, that's just kind of how I felt. I'm like, what did I do wrong? You know, and um, yeah. So she's just always been really, really. I'll just say, spicy, challenging, difficult. Is is Um, it like down to little things? Like if you said, "Hey, can you throw me the remote?" She'd be like, "Go to hell." uh, She would throw it at me. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, she started like. You know, I mean, my older daughter has never said a cuss word, never flipped me off, never. (laughs) But this one, I mean, I think she was like two or three. She would tell people she hated them, uh, 
sticking up her middle finger the wrong way. She would do it wrong. I was like, you're going to do it. How do you do it wrong? How do you do it wrong? Uh, She would like hold her hand straight out and just stick out her middle finger straight out at me. Oh, sort of like like she was like casting a spell on you like that. Yes, (laughs) yes, but with her middle finger. (laughs) Inventive. Uh. Yes. And. So I was like, what did I do to deserve this? Well, you 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 know, you went to a wedding and you drank too much, apparently. I mean uh, well, you know what what it was? We had just moved into our house that we live in now, and it was like a three bedroom, two bath. We're like, oh my gosh, this house is so perfect. We have two kids, three yeah. bedrooms. Uh, it, the, um, the bedroom got you, or your husband did he do that thing where he's we, like, We should christen all the rooms in the house? Oh, which- we did we didn't have cable for like two weeks. So that's what I blame it on. <laughs> There was nothing else to do. Saved, you saved $200 and lost your sanity. Congratulations. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, yeah. And we've had to add on to our house, like everything. We had to get a bigger car because once you go to three kids, it's just, oh, you know, you changes. need a bigger car. You need a bigger house. You need, you know. And um, is the, did the add on to the house for like a timeout room or? <laughs> it's a panic room. Yeah, it's a panic room. See, that's funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Leah, Leah goes uh, off and everyone just runs to the panic room. <laughs> yes, yes, seriously. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so back even when she was like a little kid, huh? You know, I will say she was the easiest baby, okay. like the sweetest, easiest baby, super easy toddler. It was just once she hit three. So in my mind, I'm like wondering if, and I don't even, and of course the doctor is like, no way, but I'm like, could she have had diabetes back then and maybe just get swung like in maybe, and out maybe like her blood sugar yeah. would rise and fall yeah and maybe her she wasn't totally because even when she was diagnosed um she was she wasn't in dka her a1c was eight you know mm-hmm. um and she had she was not in dka they sent me home you know like after two hours they sent us home um and then we had to go back the next day for training but um huh. yeah i mean right. i just wonder if her pancreas has been kind of you know, going in and out for years. I don't know. Yeah, it you, just makes me wonder. So, in in the spot where I wasn't recording, you told a great story about taking her to the doctor to get um. Uh, yes. So, so you didn't you didn't so you didn't sniff out diabetes first. You sniffed out celiac first. You said because yes. you have a friend whose children had celiac, and it made you think about it. So they ended. Yes. Up, tell me about that for a second. Right. So, you know, I was just noticing things about her where she was just after she would eat, she would say her stomach hurt and she kind of looked like she was losing weight. And I would catch her um, eating like spoonfuls of sugar. And I was like, what is going on? And so to me, my mind went like, oh, like nutrient deficiency, which happens when you have celiac. And so my friend's daughter had been recently diagnosed. And um, we like I said, we always follow the same pattern. Like she had a daughter. I had a daughter. She had a son. I had a son. She had the third surprise baby. I had the third surprise baby. So I'm like, oh, your daughter got an autoimmune disease. Mine probably does, too. <laughs> so the only pattern we haven't followed is that her husband um, is gay now. So <laughs> I was like, well, hey, Amy, I, listen, I mean, hey, it ain't over yet. <laughs> It's you know? not over yet. I know. We, we, my kids joke. They're like, when's dad coming out? <laughs> <laughs> you see if they're you like, get, a, 
get your friend there to win are... the lottery or something. That would really be. I more know. Helpful. I yeah. know. I'm like, I'm done copying you. Okay. <laughs> like, <I'm done. laughs> I want but... to immediately hang up with you and call her instead and talk to her all about that. I would love to hear about that. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting. Um, but they're our best friends. And so, yeah, we, we joke all the time and, and she's like, Oh, it's never going to come out with, with, with Eric. It's not coming out. Even if he is <laughs> Oh, for your out. husband. Yes. Oh, I see. I see. She believes that even if your husband was gay, he wouldn't tell anyone. Right. Oh, I gotcha. No, I don't know. I hope he does. By the way, I mean, no, I don't hope. I, he, hope I don't so hope too. he comes out, but I hope if he's living a closeted life that he uh he he. I would be. I, I think I would be supportive. I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, I wouldn't be. I don't he, know. He'd be like, "Hey, uh, what am I going to do with all my life that I used up here?" Yes. Yeah. yeah these eighteen years, exactly. Yeah. Well, forget the gay part. Like any of it. Like I would. Be, <laughs> I'd be upset if if Kelly walked into. I'll tell you what. Kelly said something to me one time. Broke my heart. Um, she's broken my heart a number of times, but this one specifically. <laughs> We're living, you know, in a house. When you have diabetes and use insulin, low blood sugar can happen when you don't expect it. Gvoke Hypopen is a ready-to-use glucagon option that can treat very low blood sugar in adults and kids with diabetes ages 2 and above. Find out more. Go to gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juice box. Gvoke shouldn't be used in patients with theochromocytoma or insulinoma. Visit gvokeglucagon.com slash risk. At this point, I would like to talk about U.S. Med. You get your diabetes supplies from somewhere. If the place you get them is anything like the place where I used to get them, it wasn't fun or easy and often would have been frustrating. But at U.S. Med, it won't be. U.S. Med accepts Medicare nationwide and over 800 private insurers. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and they want you to get better service and better care than what you're accustomed to. U.S. Med always provides 90 days worth of supplies and fast, free shipping. They carry everything from insulin pumps and diabetes testing supplies to the latest in CGMs like Libre 2 and Dexcom G6. Get your free benefits check today at usmed.com forward slash juice box or call 888-721-1514. There are links in the show notes of your podcast player and at juiceboxpodcast.com to GVOKYPOPEN. U.S. Med, and all of the sponsors. And don't forget to go to t1dexchange.org forward slash juice box and take that survey. You know, we bought together and the plan back then was little tiny house, bigger piece of land in a town where it's hard to get a hold of land. So we buy this little house and the plan is we're going to just knock it over one day. Like we're young. We're in our 20s. We're, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, we have, like these grand ideas. And we're like, we're going oh, yeah. to knock the house over one day. And we are going to build a new house over top of it. And we're living there for a long time before we even like make a tiny bit of money to like try to even consider that. And one day she says to me, I hate this house. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? And she goes, I never wanted to move in here. And I was like, you could have mentioned that before we bought the house, then we wouldn't have bought it. <laughs> and she's like, oh, and it's just like, and I, and I really had like a real weird feeling of loss. I feel like the feeling I had that day would be the exact same thing if she walked up to me and was like, hey, I'm gay, by the way, and I got to go. Yeah. 
Bye. I, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh my God. Like, cause it's that feeling of wasted time. I hate that feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, for sure. Especially like all your good years, you know? But then <laughs> I guess I, I don't know if it's wasted. Boy, I don't know. That's a tough call. Is it wasted time? I don't know. I mean, all right, listen, we're going to go know. down the wrong rabbit hole. Here yeah, I know. That's another podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of wrong holes. But, um, okay, so, um, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Oh thank God. you, Amy. I appreciate it when the humor hits immediately. Um, <laughs> um, I, okay, so. No, wait, I, hold on. We should observe that one for just another second. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you, take, okay. you take the kids to the doctor's office for celiac so, tests, but you said. Yes. Right. So I was like, I told my, you know, my husband had been in the middle of working like two weeks straight, like 12 hour shifts. And I said, like, you have to come. I know you're tired, but like, you have to come with me because it's going to take two of us to get blood from Leah, you know? And, um, it, it turned out it took four. (laughs) So (laughs) we, we get there and I just know from past, like when she would go to get shots, she would like hide under the table, under the chairs. It, it was, does she throw it hands? was always, does she, does she get like, does she start boxing or does she just like hide? Um, she's more like a, like a curled up rigid body <laughs> you have to like drag her out. She goes yeah, rigor mortis. <laughs> yes. She goes a little rigor mortis and uh, yeah. And it's crazy. I'm like, you're small, but when you go rigor mortis, it's really hard to lift them up and <laughs> get them on a table. Um, so I just knew with her and especially just where her behavior was at that time. I mean, obviously she was feeling horrible. Yeah. I didn't know why. And um, so it took um, me, my husband, my 16 year old and the nurse, we all had to like hold different limbs and body parts <laughs> just she, to get she, the blood did from she her. Curse during that? Was there, um, was there cursing? Um, I think she cursed at us after in the car. I was going to say, like, I she wouldn't in the public. Yeah. She didn't want to do it in public, right? <laughs> no. No, she would never do it in front of people. But yeah, I'm pretty sure in the car, she threw some stuff at me. I don't know. <laughs> so. That's the key to cursing, by the way, to know where to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, like I said, I I really, um, wow, I don't know. So <laughs> we- <laughs> Hey, does she know so, this about herself? Um, Even back then, do you think? Uh, yeah, like I think she... She knows she was difficult. Yeah. And I think she realizes it was mostly because she just didn't feel good because I will say it, she's, she's still Leah, but it's way better than it was back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's still, she's still the, there are still some similar things. It's just not as extreme, you know? Gotcha. Um, and my, oh, my kids laugh because on the Dexcom app, I have her as sweet Leah and they just think that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> You picked sweet because of the sugar aspect, or you were trying to yes. be funny? Oh, yes, yes, okay. right. definitely. And maybe I'm like, maybe it'll just come true one day. <laughs> oh, you're gonna will her into, but would you? I'm gonna will will her into it. So, but the other and so the other two kids are kind of more mellow, or do you think they just appear mellow next to Leah? Um, no, they're really good. No. I mean, I have no no complaints. My daughter, my other daughter, was hard when she was little. Um pretty challenging until she was about like nine and so we kept waiting we're like okay when's leah gonna grow out of this you know and um yeah no so the other two are are way more and like i said they never fight they're you know but it's like leah just kind of brings the house down you know she fights with everybody she's yeah when arden was um, younger when arden was younger i used to say one day arden's gonna make some lucky guy very unhappy 
Yes. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be Leah too. Yes. Um, but, uh, and if you ask my husband, he'll be, he'll always say like mother, like daughter. So. Oh, okay. Let's <laughs> dig into that for a second. Amy, were you a problem? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm feisty. <laughs> I, am. I can be feisty for sure. Um, and my husband's very laid back. So yeah, we're, so- we're good. Good combo. <laughs> when she pops off, do you ever think like, oh, I said that when I was little too? Um, you know, I wasn't like that when I was little. It was more like teenage, you know. Oh. Yeah. No, I was a pretty, pretty sweet kid. I think, you know, my we had teen parents and there were four of us. My mom had four kids by the time she was 22. Holy hell. <laughs> yeah. So it was it it was crazy. So there was really no room for me to be like that. Who was gonna listen to me? You know? <laughs> Who's going to put up with my... I, I don't want to go down this. I just need to know. Was that for Jesus or by mistake? The, the... Um, Totally by mistake. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just, we just she, kept coming. She couldn't figure out how her <laughs> vagina worked for her and then she figured I, it out? I, I guess not. I was like, um, yeah. So This thing, yeah. every time I use it, a baby comes out of it. A baby comes out. I don't know what is happening. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny, you know, because with our third, we weren't trying. And uh, the doctor was like, oh, like, how long have you guys been trying? I'm like, well, no, we weren't. And he was like, well, no, you know how babies are made. You were trying. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, I guess. I was, maybe Didn't I mean was to make a baby. Yeah, maybe you were more like not trying not to have a baby, right? <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right, so, so, the but, kid, so the kid you find with the type one in the middle of COVID, right? Yes. Does that, yeah. So do you think that changes how the hospital approaches you or what, what happened during well, that? Well, I mean, okay, so I, you know, they did blood work on all three kids, but they didn't do a finger stick on her. So it was like blood work that they sent to the lab and the doctor called me the next morning and I was on my way to work. And, um, he was like, um, everything's fine. Like the kids don't have celiac, uh, but Leah's blood sugar was really high. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, gosh, did, what did she eat yesterday? You know, that's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, well, she did have a few spoonfuls of sugar for breakfast. I don't know if that would do it. <laughs> um, I'm like, uh, I don't, so then he's like, you know, you need to bring her back in. So um, I was like on my way to work. And then so, but while I'm on my way to work, then my dad calls me and my dad's type two diabetic. He's in an assisted living facility and he sounds really funny on the phone. And he's like, Amy, uh, my face is swollen. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. what? And I'm like, okay. And I had just, you know, got off the phone with Leah's doctor. And so now I'm like, okay. I go, well, what do you mean? He's like, my mouth is swollen and I have like a rash on my face. And I was like, what? I'm like, okay. And I haven't been able to see my dad because of COVID. And, um, you know, we would go drop off stuff to him and see him through the window. And that was about it. And, um, so I was like, okay. I'm like, I pull over. I'm like, dad, FaceTime me. Let me see. So we FaceTime and it was like horrible. Like he had like this weird rash on his face that was turning black his face was completely swollen. And I'm like, what? Like, I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh my God. So then I, I was like, okay, dad, you need to go to the doctor. Uh, I'm going to call you back. So I like hang up with my dad. I call my sister and I'm like, and th- I think in my heart, I knew high blood sugar meant she has diabetes. You know, okay. I'm like, I, I just knew it. And I, so I called my sister and she lives up about six hours North of us. We live in Los Angeles. And, um, I'm like, uh, Angela, I'm like, 
Leah's blood sugar is really high. Dad's face is falling off. Like I need help. Like I don't know what to do. (laughs) So she was like, Oh my God. Okay. I'm coming. So she got in her car and just drove down and she was like, I'll deal with dad. You take care of Leah. So I got to work and I told my coworkers what was going on. And I'm like, I need to go. (laughs) I I taught her the doctor, but okay. Bye. So I leave, I come home, pick my daughter up. Um, and my husband was home. He was kind of like napping. Um, but the other kids were here and, uh, so I, I grab Leah and I say, Hey, like, you know, we got to go back to the doctor and, you know, they just kind of found something that they want to recheck. I didn't want to scare her, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, I, I was a little worried about going by myself, but thankfully it was just a finger prick and they took her blood again. And it was, you know, like two eighty nine. Wow. and, uh, and they were like, what did she have for breakfast? And I was like, well, she had a smoothie and a spoonful of sugar or two. It doesn't matter. You're not getting a 289 yeah. with a working pancreas. Um, yeah. And so he was very calm and he was just like, you know, I think we're, we're catching something here, but it's early. So you're going to have to just, you know, go to children's hospital. And I was like, Oh, like make an appointment. He's like, no, like you need to go right now and I'll call and let them know you're coming. And I was like, what did you say so, i don't want to do that because there's an impending zombie apocalypse my father yeah, is one of the first people yeah, yes yeah. And i was just like okay so then i go home and i wake up my husband and i knew with covid they're not going to let him come with me you know and he had to go to work anyway so i just woke him up and told him what was going on and yeah i mean it was crazy like we went in there there was nobody in the waiting room um they took us right back and pretty much they didn't say it like she has type one diabetes, but you know, it was, it was pretty obvious, you know? So yeah, we were just there for two hours and they sent us home and they said, don't feed her any carbs tonight and come back tomorrow morning for training. So, you know, of all the things I want to ask a question about, you said your parents were young parents and your father was in an assisted living place. Why should, how old is your dad? He's really young. So he, um, he's 66 now, but he had a stroke when he was 47. Wow. Um, he, cause he was a type two diabetic and he never took care of himself. Oh, I thought you were going to say um, he does everything early. So. <laughs> yeah. So, and my mom and dad are divorced, obviously they well, divorced yeah. when I was like yeah. five. I mean, yeah. Duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> duh. Exactly. That didn't work out. <laughs> really? Shocker. Fascinating. Spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. They're not together anymore. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So he, he didn't take care of himself. So he had a stroke at 47. So he's paralyzed on his left side. Oh, I'm sorry. And yeah, that's okay. And, um, so, uh, he's just, um, been in like nursing homes, assisted living off and on, um, you know, since that happened. And, um, yeah, so it turned out he had, he had shingles and the shingles rash, he scratched it and it got infected. And he also had an abscess tooth. So that's, that's what he had going on. (laughs) Amy, you know, I was going to tell you that if your husband or when your husband comes out, if you're looking for a guy, I find you delightful. You should hunt me down and we'll see if Kelly's still here. And she's, (laughs) but then I heard the rest of the story and I was like, eh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. You wouldn't be a mess. I don't need to help your dad with his shingles. You know what I mean? (laughs) And you don't want to be Leah's stepdad either. Oh, I don't know. I think she'd be hilarious. I would just, (laughs) I would team up with her and just point her at you. (laughs) (laughs) She, um, yeah. So my sister, yeah. So she took care of him and and it ended up, you know, he, he got on meds and they fixed, uh, they pulled his tooth and he's okay. (laughs) He's okay. 
he's okay uh yeah <laughs> oh my god okay all right so, so so how much of this do you did did leah ever have covid prior to this no no yeah, I, we I, never got it i don't know how we were able to yeah, especially with my husband's job he got exposed a bunch of times it went around his office and um no, we were lucky. There was like one time where he did have like a direct exposure. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Ugh. I'm like, okay. And this was, um, I can't remember if it was before or after she got diagnosed, but I was, oh, it was after. And I said, well, you better just stay in a hotel for a couple of days. And like, as I'm saying it, he's already like booking his hotel. I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> like, like, oh, wait. I've, I've been looking for an excuse to get the hell out of <laughs> he here. Yeah, excited. Yeah. I, I know. I was like, wait, why are you already booking it? Like, wait a second. Say it again. Um, you want me to leave and you're not going to be he angry. Was like, oh, are I, you sure? Yeah. yeah. I gotta go. And um, I was like, oh, you know, yeah. No, just, so she did not have COVID. <laughs> Amy, I just realized that before when we were talking and I, you know, didn't record it, you mentioned your husband was in law enforcement. And I just wanted to bring yes. it up because he was asleep in the middle of the day, too. So yeah, I, I assumed yeah. he worked shift work. And I think everyone else was like, oh, God, the guy's just laying around the house. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, he was working a lot during that time. It was in the middle of the um, George Floyd protests and riots. So he was he was working 12 hours for two weeks straight. So, right. yeah. Okay. So, uh, what, what did I want to say here? Oh, uh, you did mention prior, uh, that there's uh, a line of autoimmune stuff on your husband's side. I just want to go over it. Celiac, um, um, Hashimoto, Hashimoto's anything else. Um, I think that's, and well, type one now. Type one now. <laughs> right. So, okay. Yeah. Um, nothing on your side. Just no, ba- just we, we just have a lot on of your side. Amy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of type two diabetes, like okay. on my dad's side of the family. All right. So that that's just always been my connection to diabetes was, you know, seeing my dad. And um, yeah, so we went to, um, you know, the next day after we were in the ER, they we went to Children's Hospital for training. And I think we were there for maybe five hours, but um, it was just like this total crash course, you know, yeah. and they gave us like a bag of needles and a meter and some insulin. And they were like, do this, this, and this. And then they wanted to have us give her a shot before we left, but her blood sugar was in range. And, um, so my first shot I have her, ever had to give her was like in the parking lot at subway. And I totally made her bleed and hurt her and pretty sure she threw some things at me. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> yeah, it was not good. And I just was like, are you sure we can leave with her? Like I, I couldn't, I, I just was like, Prior to the I diabetes, can't do this. I was really on the edge to begin with. So now you're giving me another thing. And that is a, a, a you know, a reasonable com- question to ask. Right. I mean, if, if she was, if she was challenging, that's the right word, right? Like if she yeah. was challenging to begin with, um, did you, I mean, how many times did you think, oh, it's this one? This one gets the oh, I was just going to say that. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that. That it was like, why her? Why that one? Your, <laughs> why your other children one? know that you wished it was them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I might have joked about it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> it was just like, of the three, it had to be this one. Okay. <laughs> so Okay. So, all right. Let's really dig into the diabetes stuff. Yes. And, so, after... You know, you settle a little bit. What did they send you home with? What did you have? You have needles and a meter? So, yeah, um, pen needle, like a pen mm-hmm. and uh, pen needles, a meter, some Lantus and some Humalog. Okay. Um, yeah. How, how did you find learning about diabetes? 
I mean, I, I was so overwhelmed. And so I had reached out, you know, like I think a lot of my friends had heard. So everybody was like, oh, I know somebody who has a kid. And so I, I called like four different moms who all had kids with type one and um, got some good advice and maybe a couple not great advice. <laughs> um, uh, but it was good. Like, you know, so it just kind of made me feel a little more confident and, um, you know, children's hospital was great, like keeping in touch and keeping in contact. But I think, you know, like you've said before, their whole advice was just like the, the don't die advice Mm -hmm. and not necessarily like, how is Leah going to be the healthiest? How is she going to feel the best? You know, it was just the, you know, the don't die don't. And, um, so I think, um, and they said nothing about, a pump or a, a glucose monitor or anything. I didn't know anything about that. And um, so I think my husband had heard from someone, I don't know, he knew something about a glucose monitor and they were like, oh yeah, you can ask for that at your next appointment. Well, then I found your podcast <laughs> and I was like, oh no, this is what she needs. So about like two or three weeks in, um, I think I found your podcast and I, um, called right away and I said, we want the Dexcom and, and, uh, we had it within about like five or six weeks. And I was horrified, you know, seeing how high her blood sugar was going every time she ate. And, you know, I called the nurse and they were like, yeah, like that's what happens. I'm like, but how do we stop that from happening? (laughs) She's like, you're just getting more information now, you know? And I'm like, so, okay. So they're, they're, reaction to you finally being able to see what was happening was oh yeah it's always been a mess like this but yeah but nothing to do about it no (laughs) no she they were just again it was that whole like we don't want her to go low we don't want her and I did a parent so my friend who had the daughter with um celiac she had come to visit they had a visit plan like a week after she was diagnosed And I was almost like, no, you guys can't come. Like I'm too overwhelmed. And then we decided, you know, it's fine, you know? Mm -hmm. And so they came. And so she had a friend who had a daughter who was an adult um, with type one. And I called her because it was just a situation where there's all these kids, there's six kids here and they're just like eating nonstop. And they told me like, you know, you can't give her insulin more than every two hours. And so of course, like we're watching a movie, they want popcorn, they want s'mores, they want candy and is just all the stuff was happening. And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm going to stack insulin. I can't. She has to wait two hours. And (laughs) so I called her and she just was like, well, you know, the way you have to see it is like a high blood sugar is not going to send you to the hospital. It's a low blood sugar, Mm -hmm. you know? So then I kind of got that in my head where it was like, okay, let's keep her on a higher end, you know? But like I said, I learned pretty quickly that 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 wasn't right. And once we got her Dexcom and, and uh, I started listening to the podcast, I've um, been having to, you know, advocate for her with, you know, and, and it's like, I don't want to um, discount like the help that the nurses gave and in, in the hospital and everything. But at the same time, it just was like, she doesn't feel good, you know? Yeah. And um, well, you know, the, Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 don't worry. You're fine. You just you're very chatty, and I'm taking advantage of you and letting you talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're giving me a very fun hour, and I don't have to do very much. It's great. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I should send you some of the ad money from this one. But I, sure, I'll I, take. Yeah, it. I won't do that, Amy. Just I just want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like it, but it's not going to happen. So, <laughs> um, I I do want to know if um, you know, when you get caught in that situation where you feel like, oh gosh, they're they're lovely people. 
and they're yeah. they're really trying, but they're mm-hmm. they're wrong. But I don't want to tell them they're wrong. But I don't want to let right. my daughter continue on like this. It, it it's a tough spot. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you choose for sure. what to do? I mean, I I choose Leah. You know, yeah. I and so I just started like you know giving her more insulin, but I was really afraid of it at first. Um, I was really afraid to make her go low and she did honeymoon for a whole year, mm. but, um, we were able to get her A1C down by her first appointment, um, her three month checkup, okay. uh, to 6.1 on MDI, wow. you know, Congratulations. yeah. And it's just kind of stayed there. We just, um, so I just was like, no, like I, I have to figure this out. Like I can't let her sit at these high numbers. I've seen what high numbers can do to somebody, you know, like my dad Yeah, and yeah, you know, well, I'm not gonna I, let that happen again. So. No, and I'm like, I'm not gonna kick the can down the road and trade my fear, you know, for her health. You know, yeah. I just, I just couldn't do it. Even, you know, I so I just, I just started making decisions on my own and increasing. You know, it, we and my husband was always on board, thankfully, and so he he's more he was even more than me. Like, oh, he's like, I think we need to up her long acting, and you yeah. know, so we just started kind of doing it on our own and we would just tell them that we did it <laughs> Good for you. So, hey um yeah. your microphone's hitting your hair or your shirt I'm oh sorry sure. yep it's my hair yeah. sorry about that sorry. um yeah so we just started um you know just kind of following you know stuff on the podcast and stuff on the the facebook page and we um you know she just started really like her levels have just been really good we just switched um she just got an omnipod about five weeks ago um, which is great. Um, but we're still, I'm still trying to figure that out now. Now I feel kind of like I'm starting over. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a little rough and again, it's the same little battle with where they don't want to let me make adjustments. And so, so, um, so we started off with their advice, went to yours, it got better, switched to a mm-hmm. pump and then we back to their advice again. Yeah. So now I am, I, you know, it's like for me, because it's a new thing, I'm trying to still figure it out. And, um, but I have, go ahead. How how new is it? Uh, five weeks. We're about five weeks in. Yeah. So, um, her, let me ask a question. You, well, your husband, he, he, I, I know why you went to that hotel room so quick. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go have a conversation with myself and see if I can get into. Yes. No, I, by the way, I'm teasing you. You are super chatty. This is a podcast. It's perfect. I just I need to jump in once in a while. We're not looking. Yes, at each go other. ahead. We're not looking at each other. So it's harder to do. Um, uh, now, now all that I'm going to forget my freaking statement. Uh, oh, OK. What what are you finding different about being on a pump versus on MDI? I mean, I guess um I, I, well, the things I love about it is being able to adjust the basils for the different times of day, mm-hmm. but they were very conservative with it. And so, you know, they want me to wait like three days before I make changes to anything. And, you know, I, and I just, I know better, you know, yeah. <laughs> so I'm start, but at the same time, I also, I don't know all the functions of the pump yet. So I'm still trying to figure it out. And, uh, That's so I it's wanted. hard. I'm, yeah, that's yeah. what I wanted to talk to you about. Like, because there's nothing really different about it. Like, I know it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, you know, go into the basal and zone first. You either inject it once a day or twice a day. Some people split, right? But you're, mm-hmm. just, you're just putting the insulin in. And so that's all the pump's doing. It's just putting it in. It's just putting it in, in a different way. But you just go into the basal program and just, I mean, it's as simple as how much, like, what, what, 
what basil was she using prior to the pump? Let's go with this. Like the the type? Yeah, what brand? Uh, Traceba. Okay. And how many units was she getting a day? Um, we, we had her up to 10. Um, when she was diagnosed, they had her at six. And then we went all the way down to one because she was going low so much. She honeymooned for a long time. Right. <clears throat> um, but, but, but then she, yeah, she was up to 10 units a day. So how many is she getting through the pump? Like less than nine. So that's where I feel like I need to. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I was going to say, is that is that like when she's stable and steady, like overnight, where is she sitting? You know, she's not state. She's going high every night. And so we keep upping it from midnight to three. And she's I think she's growing. She's going through puberty right now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I almost need to double it because she's every night from midnight to three. She's going into the 200s. Oh, OK. Well, wh- yeah. Why don't you try something? I'm going to try it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, try. I, but I'm trying to like dig into this one specific thought. Like you're a person who was doing it on their own and you yeah. were making decisions. Not only were you making decisions, but you broke away from the idea of like, oh, this is what they're saying. It's hard to go against them. So you did it. What about mm-hmm. moving to a pump made you go back to who you were in the beginning? I think because I'm not familiar with it yet. Okay. You know, so I'm not a hundred percent confident. So, and, um, I think that's it. So I just, I feel a little bit nervous about messing with things Yeah, because it's new. Try just thinking of the pump as basal insulin and you can control the time frames. So, yeah. you know what I mean? And don't even worry about the, the number as much as like the strength. Like if, if she needs more, you know, mm-hmm. at a certain time also, by the way, is she going up at midnight or is she going up at, when is she going up? Like literally at midnight yeah, every night. You need to start the basal increase sooner then. Okay. So I would start at 11 and then and see because you can't it's it's the same thing as a bolus, right? Like I mean, you know you listen to the podcast. So Yeah. you can't bolus a meal and start eating at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you definitely can't change a basal program and at the exact moment when the impact is coming. Right. Because okay. you, you you need to pre-basal the impact basically. Mm-hmm. And, and so basal insulin not only is you know, it's a smaller amount. It's not going in all at once. So if she's getting 0.6 an hour, um, you know, and like right now there's a little bit of insulin going in through her pump for her basal, right? That bit, mm-hmm. that bit that goes in right now is not impacting her right now. It's impacting her in, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes from now because they're little tiny bits. So right. you, so you okay. want to jack that basal up. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say an hour to start. I bet you Jenny would say 90 minutes. And, and by like, how much do I go up? Because yeah. they're only having me go up like 0. 0.5, you know? <laughs> How's that going to help anything? You should go. To, I know. <laughs> she's, going to, she's going to 200, right? Yeah, like over 200 and I'm up like constantly correcting. And then sometimes I'll just like give her like a bolus, you know, just to try you, to get it down. How much are you bolusing in that time frame? Um, I mean, it's like a con- I'm just up all night trying to get it down. Yeah, um, I didn't mean for as much as amount, um, like units. Sorry. Oh, oh, in units. Um, I'm just doing corrections. So whatever the correction will let me do, and sometimes it won't let me. So then I'll just put in. I'll just I'll, I kind of do go back to what I know before. Like okay, if she was 250 and we were on shots, I would give her two units. You yeah. know, yeah, this so is, this isn't an algorithm. It's just a pump, right? So don't worry. Oh, ready. Uh, nothing you hear on the juice box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician. Don't don't yes. worry, don't worry about the insulin on board. 
do what do okay. what it says. Do what you know is right. Because right. insulin on board is a dumb uh it's a dumb number. It, it's calculated and if you're if it's set up incorrectly, it's not gonna be right to begin with. And if you counted the carbs incorrectly, it's not gonna count it's not gonna work. And if mm-hmm. she's getting a hormone impact, it's not gonna work. But bare bones, um, somewhere in your pump, you've got settings set for how long insulin works in her body. And so right. if they, I don't know, maybe they set that to six hours. It's two hours. Two I hours. Think. Okay. So that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty short. That's, um, mm-hmm. oh, so that, so it is set up to be a little more aggressive. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but to finish the thought, just for people listening, if the insulin on, if the insulin action time, I think that's what they call it in Omnipod. If that was set at six hours, then it makes this assumption that the insulin's alive for six hours. If they set mm-hmm. it for three hours, then it makes the assumption that it's alive for three hours, meaning that two hours into a meal, if it's set at three hours, it assumes it has less insulin on board. If it's set at six hours, it assumes it has more insulin on board. And then that impacts how much it wants you to, to um, correct if, they, if it even thinks a correction is necessary. But yeah, okay. I, I would just... I know it sounds crazy, but I would use the pump like injections in your mind. Like, okay. like don't worry about everything else. Like just do what you know is right. And so my point mm-hmm. was going to be if you're if you're correcting over those 3 hours with 2 units of insulin. First of all, it, are those 2 units bringing her back down and leveling her out? Yeah. Okay. So then I would just try to break the 2 units up into the basal over the impact time of the hormones. Okay. And I have done that, like where I've done like an extended bolus and Mm -hmm. just, and kind of done exactly what you said, but I want to do it. So it's automatic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, So, I mean, so I don't know if she's getting 0.6 now, Mm -hmm. you're going to make me sit up. I'm so relaxed talking to you. I'm way back in my chair. It's it's, it's the chair that you guys bought me. Thank you so much. Um, Oh, yeah. I I actually put a picture up on the Facebook page, and I said, I'm talking to Amy. I tagged you. And I was like, I'm I'm having such a good time. Um, So two units, let's just divide it by, you think think the impact ends around like three in the morning? I I feel it's like three or four in the morning, and then she finally comes down. Okay. So then um, what if you just... Uh, you take the two units, break it out over four hours, give her an extra half a unit for those four hours and see what happens. And okay. Now, and now you I'm might, try it. you might have to end it sooner. Like, so just like we had to start it sooner, you may end up seeing the, you have to end it sooner. So okay, you want to start the basal at 11, you know, we're going to try that for an impact at 12. And so if the impact disappears at two or three, excuse me, you may want to stop the basal at two. Okay. So that by the time three o'clock comes around and the impact's gone, we don't have a basal that's too heavy. Okay. That makes sense. Got it. Yes. Yeah. yeah it does. It. Thank I, you. And I'm just using <laughs> your. I'm just using your your number from your correction, like trying to get the correction into the basal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's that makes sense. Yeah. That that those corrections need to be part of her basal. Yeah, you should trust basically. yourself more. I know. I just, and it's funny because like, once I felt like I had it down with MDI, I was like, okay, I'm going rogue. I'm doing what I want to do. And I just think switching to the new technology, I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I have to listen to everything they say. I am a little bit, you know, like a people pleaser, I guess. And so, I mean, not with my husband, but (laughs) I'll fight him on everything. No reason for him to be happy, but everyone else. No, everybody else. I know my husband will tell me, he'll be like, 
talk to me like you're talking to one of your friends, oh. please. Uh, we tease Kelly or like, um, could you talk to us with your gas station voice, please? Uh, yeah. So, Hi, I want to just fill this with 87. Oh, why are you so yeah. nice to him? A person we're never going to see again. Never. That's, ever, yeah. Unbelievable. 100. Yeah, that's yeah. about right. He's probably taking an impression of our credit card to buy furniture in Mongolia right now. And you you're being, being nice to nicer him. to him than you've been to me in 10 years. That's great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. So I just I do. So I ha- I think I just because I'm not confident with it yet. It's just it's taking me a little bit of time to get that courage to just take it matters into my own hands. But yeah, when I see her not feeling well, not wanting to go to school, obviously it makes me want to be a little more aggressive. So, you know, you named the episode earlier. I did. Yeah. You named it. I think it's going to be called. I choose Leah. Oh, very nice. You said that. (laughs) I do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just, and that's the thing when I see her, her numbers steadier, her personality is completely different. Right. And I think that's always like my motivation. Like I want her to be the Leah she's meant to be, you know? And um, so, yes, I will. I will always choose her over what anybody's going to tell me. Well, yeah. So you're, you're, you know, you're going to figure this out and your actions will help her be happier and probably save your life. If the earlier stories are accurate at all. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'll get some days back to my life (laughs) after a while, but yeah, I mean, and it's just, it's kind of crazy because everything I've learned with her, I'm now able to help my dad. Um, even though he's type two, you know, we just recently, I just recently, t- I take care of my dad too. Like if he has to go to the doctor, I take him oh. and, um, any kind of his appointments, I take him to everything. And his last doctor's appointment, his A1C has kind of been sitting in the sevens and eights for mm-hmm. a while, which, you know, I'd love to see it lower, but, um, it jumped up to 10.8 and I was like, okay, I've been in the fog of like taking care of Leah. And so now I'm like, okay, I know how I know. I know what this means. You need more insulin, right? He's an insulin dependent type two. Mm-hmm. And um, so I took him to the endocrinologist. They adjusted all his insulin. And while I was there, you know, my dad's on Medicare. I said, um, hey, can he get a Dexcom? <laughs> and so they, he got one. It was fully covered and he's on a Dexcom now. And now my dad is seeing in real time when he eats a cookie, what happens to his blood sugar, you oh, know? Okay. Um, so his projected A1C now, since he's been on the Dexcom, is 6.5. Wow. So are you taking what you've learned from the podcast and it's helping him as well? 100%. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Because, go, yeah, go. I mean, it's like you're helping a type 2 and a type 1. Oh, <laughs> well, no. So. I, that's really wonderful. I, I was yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. I mean, you know, I say things. I don't know if people listen. Uh, but, um, you know, like even like I slip it in in the ads sometimes. I'm like, if you're using insulin. Get a yeah. Dexcom. You, you know. Well, and that, yeah, and and that's the thing. So I went to his his uh, facility, and I was like, well, how? You know, they they printed out his blood sugar. They'd only check it three times a day, and he's taking probably close to a hundred units of insulin a day. Wow. And I'm like, that's not enough, <laughs> you know. And so I asked the doctor for a Dexcom, and you would see his numbers. He's in the three and four hundreds all the time. And already now he's just, oh my gosh, his line is so straight. I'm like, I'm so jealous. <laughs> he has such a straight line, but he still has a somewhat working pancreas. But, um, and, he and he's done low a couple times. What's been, that? Is he on any basal insulin? Yeah. So he takes, um, he takes 35 units of basal twice a day mm. and then he gets, um, insulin, a uh, fast acting for his meals. Wow. Okay. And um, yeah. So, but uh, the last week he went low, he was in the forties and I called him and I'm like, dad, 
I go, are you feeling okay? And he's like, what? I go, your blood sugar is really low right now. Are you okay? And he's like, oh, I didn't eat my lunch. I'm like, but they gave you insulin, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. It's cookie <laughs> so time, old man. Get going. I said, yeah. that's what I said. I yeah. go, you get to have a cookie. Go eat a cookie. Go eat some candy. And um, so it's happened a couple times where I've seen his blood sugar dip low because he'll just, he doesn't eat, but it's good because he's changed what he eats for breakfast. He's completely changed because he's seeing what it does on Sunday. He ate a cookie. His blood sugar went to like 300 and he called me. He's like, I'm sorry. I ate a cookie. <laughs> it's like, it's okay. Well, so, that's, and um, so it's changing his habits too. It is because he's seeing it in real time, what's happening and uh, it's great. Yeah. yeah and you. I mean, it's just, you know, it sucks that Leah has diabetes and, you know, it sucks that he has type two, but I'm just so glad I'm able to help both of them. Me too. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. That's excellent. You are, well, I take it back. Maybe now uh, when your husband comes out, I will call you because <laughs> yeah, that was really lovely. Plus I need somebody to help me with my mom. So I'm just kidding. Sure. Okay. I am a caretaker. That is my, you know, I, I do. I like to take care of people for sure. Has, um, has the diagnosis caused you, like you said, you kind of lost track of your dad. Is it hard with the other two kids? Um, you know, they're, they're so great. Like they're so supportive and, um, and we do like my husband and I, like our, our kids are everything. And so we do, um, like my husband coaches my son's baseball team. So they spend a lot of time together and, um, my older daughter, I, you know, try to spend, so we do try to like balance it all out, but it was hard, especially when Leo was being so challenging. And so we actually, um, we worked with Erica for a little bit and, um, because we're in California. So we were able to, to, um, have some sessions with Erica and that was really helpful as a family and then individually with Leah. So well, this podcast is pretty damn helpful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh yeah. So I have she, Erica you know, on my I have Erica on my my calendar next week. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. And it, it was great. Like we did one as a family. And um, you know, I think my husband in the beginning was it is just like my husband's a type of guy, like he like he'll watch a Disney movie, he cries, you know. Mm. And when Leah got diagnosed, I mean, I cried for a month, you know, I was just I was devastated, you know, because my kids have always been healthy. I've always had healthy kids and, you know, um, I've always kind of almost been like proud of that. Like I have some kind of superior genetics or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I've I done. Like, oh. Look what I've done. Yeah, no. I would, I remember my daughter had a friend she had a couple friends that were allergic to dogs and we have dogs and I'd be like, can you stop making friends that have allergies, please? <laughs> stop like, bringing so these weak kids into the house. I know that these weak immune systems. Yeah. And so I just kind of, it. Re- so it really, you know, nothing humbles you more than, being put through something like this and having, you know, now I'm just so sensitive to like celiac and peanut allergies and everything where I think, you know, before I just didn't really think about it much and I would kind of be annoyed by it. And, um, it really, it really humbled me quite a bit. And, um, you know, I just, um, anyway, you okay, Amy? Are you gonna cry or did you lose track no, of your thought? I lost train. I was but, like, um, does she need help or is she crying? I couldn't no, I'm okay. But it does no, I do. I feel a little emotional about it. But um it really did humble me for sure. And um I forgot what I was gonna say, but it's okay. 
You yeah. probably want to apologize for making fun of people who have allergies is what I was. Gonna, yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, right? for sure. And <laughs> yeah. And oh, what I was going to say was that, um, you know, so when that happened, I was really upset. And then my husband just like never cried. And I was like, what's wrong with you? Like, why aren't you sad about this? And he was he did try to kind of be like, oh, you're so good at it. You do everything. And I was like, no, mm, nice <laughs> like, try, I, buddy. Can't, yeah. I can't be the only one who knows how to take care of her because we have other kids and, you know, i like, I need to spend time with other kids and, or take them to do things. And so you need to be able to take care of her too. And so he, I think he was afraid it was hard for him to put a needle in his child. And, um, but he, he did it and he helps a lot now he's very involved. And, um, it was, but anyway, we had a session with Erica and, and again, I just think like it, it was hard because I felt like he didn't, he didn't feel it the same way I did. Mm-hmm. And we, we had our session with her and she kind of like went around and asked everybody, you know, how they felt when Leah was diagnosed. And then he, he totally cried. And then we all started crying. <laughs> we were all, we were all on different computers in the house, you know, and, and all of us is just like, so it was good. And um, it was good to hear how my kids felt about it you know, the other kids and how they took it in. Right. And was it um, different for each of them? Um, yeah, I think, you know, like my son, he was so sweet. He was just like, you know, Oh, I just only knew my grandpa had type two diabetes and I, I really didn't understand it. And he's like, I just feel, I feel really bad for her. And, you know, he's 12 at the time. And he's like, I just want to learn how to like give her shots and take care of her. And, he was so cute. And, and he was like, you know, sometimes when we ride our bikes home from school, like I want to be able to go like get food with her and be able to give her a shot. And, and Erica was just like, I'm so touched hearing that Charles, like, that's so sweet. And then she's like, Leah, how does it make you feel to hear, you know, your brother say that? And she's like, um, can I guess what she said? Yeah. Can I guess what she said? (laughs) What did she say? Did she say (laughs) that kid's pretty much but she was like um yeah i mean i guess that's nice you know because sometimes i'm hungry on the way home from school (laughs) it was just like this touching moment and she was like yeah i don't care (laughs) yes (laughs) and uh she's really mean (laughs) she's really Really mean mean. what one of our sessions with erica it was just me eric and leah and she was in her room on her device and my husband you know he hasn't mastered the uh you know the zoom okay (laughs) the zoom kind of had it at a bad angle you know and so he kind of had a double chin you know on display on the zoom and she just sent him a text message that said nice chin (laughs) (laughs) in the middle of your family therapy Yes, yeah. she just sent him a text message that said "nice chin." <laughs> uh, so, that's yeah, she's she's charming. Yeah, but, um, she's charming. Yeah, no. So it it's been so helpful, and I I just I feel like I owe you so much because, um, yeah, I mean, our whole family is better because of it. Aww. You know, including my dad. <laughs> I'm really so. happy to hear that. Thank you for telling me. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, for I, sure. I um I don't know what to say usually, so. I'm going to try not to say something silly and just uh, <laughs> say thank you. But uh, yeah, you're it's, welcome. It's very, um, it's a humbling, like it's, I, I try not to say things that I think people think sound like just cliched, but you ought to try sitting over here and having someone tell you that story and then thank you at the end of it. It's, uh, it's hard to absorb. So yeah, well, yeah. absorb it. <laughs> Cause I, I, will. I just, I don't, I, I just, I'm like, what would I, where would we be? Had I not found your podcast, I don't even want to know. Yeah. Do you know? I don't even want to know. Do you know that this week 
uh, has my mom's having a health issue and, um, I didn't feel like that she was getting the care she needed through the doctor that she basically landed on when she was at the hospital. So I looked at our, um, our options for how to get her a second opinion. And they were all, you know, like call the cold call an office and tell a story and hope a doctor was interested. And then I was, um, was telling my neighbor about it and her son had grown up to be a, a surgeon and, um, she's like, why don't you call him and see, you know, if he knows anybody. So I texted him and it turns out he went to medical school with a doctor who, um, is the exact kind of doctor that my mom would need. So she, he texted his friend, his friend then called a mentor. And, um, yesterday the mentor's office reached out and treated us so much better than my mom has been treated so far, you know, which sucks. I'm not going to lie. Like it sucks. Mm-hmm. That, it sucks that you need to know somebody to get treated. Well, I, yeah. You know, but, yeah. but it's, mm-hmm. ha- it's happening. Right. And I text him to thank him. And I, and I send him a very, um, thoughtful text and it, it, you know, I'm telling him how much of an impact he's made and I'm thanking him and he responds, it's no trouble. So I was happy to do it. And I, I was immediately like, no, man, you don't understand. Like, you can't just say no trouble. I'm happy to do it. This is a really big deal. My mom's been, you know, my mom's happy for the first time in months. My family feels relief for the first time in a long time. Like, this is a, so I'm now trying to explain to him what a big deal it is. And as I'm explaining it to him, I'm thinking, oh, this is what I do to people. Mm -hmm. They they tell me, they tell me something and they thank me and I go, it's no trouble. Don't worry about it. And yeah. I, and I was like, oh, <laughs> damn. And I got mad at myself. I was like, I got to stop doing that. But I don't know. How- yeah. It's, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's hard because you, you still want to remain humble. But at the same time, you know, well, it's, it, it's not even that. It's, it's, I mean, I made a thing. It's recorded. So it keeps helping people. It's not like mm-hmm. I have to do it over and over again to help them. Do, do you know what I mean? Like I talked to you once. If something valuable gets said in this hour, which, I ain't 100% sure we did, but I maybe. And so <laughs> we did talk about the basil <laughs> thing overnight, so that might be okay. Um, but, you know, if somebody takes something from this episode and it helps them, it'll and then, and this episode gets downloaded, you know, a lot, and then it helps all those other people. My effort only happened once. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it, it's hard to feel like, I don't know. You know, if if tens of thousands of people tell you something, but you only did something once for them to all get that reaction, it it doesn't feel like our my effort is equal to their um to their thanks. I don't know to their appreciation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I'm I know it's a weird thing, but I I, I really do like hearing it, and I appreciate knowing. Yeah. No, yeah. we're I I just. Like I said, because a lot of the advice I got was the, the, like you've said before, the don't die advice, Mm -hmm. which is great. And I, and I don't want that to happen, but I would have never been able to help her the way I have had I not found it. Yeah. And, and not only her health, but emotionally, because then we found Erica. So. Right. No. And, and and, and (laughs) just her behavior too. Like, I know she's still like spirited, but she, she's not like, she's not like flipping you off anymore right? i mean 
Oh, she, yes. When we got her, her pump, I put a picture of it on the page, but when she got her pump, I was like, Oh, Leah, let me take a picture of you with your pump and I'll send it to grandma. Oh, she's or, the one that flipped you off in the, I remember that picture. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She flipped me off, <laughs> but <laughs> that was delightful. more just like, yeah, that was more in fun. Um, but yeah. Oh, and she's told me like, she does not identify by her diabetes. You know what I mean? Like right. she's fine with talking about it, but she's not like, I'm a type one warrior. Like that is so not her personality at all. Right. And she told me if I ever wore a type one warrior mom t-shirt that she would set it on fire while I'm wearing it. So <laughs> she, You're gonna end up dead. that kid's going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Yeah. She is somehow <laughs> one, one way or either the other. slowly, slowly over time or, 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 yeah, or just yeah. one day. Yeah. I used to say to Kelly, <laughs> so, why don't you just smother me with a pillow? Wouldn't it, be, <laughs> wouldn't it be quicker? Why are you torturing me like this? Just can we just get this done, please? You know? I mean, it's just this this this, this water torture thing is taking forever. Like, just, right? <laughs> I know my yeah. poor husband too. <laughs> He's got all these feisty girls in the house. There's three of us, so. <clears throat> he said that once we're all like synced up with our cycles, that he and my son are going to leave town every month during that time. So I, I've never been so delighted as how you described him running to the, to the hotel when you were like, Oh my gosh. It was like, as I was saying it, it was already booked. I'm like, Whoa. He's, how that happens? He's like, should I use Travelocity or the one with the nose? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so funny. I'm out of here. Did he look at his son and go see a sucker? <laughs> I know. He was like, sorry, don't want to give you COVID. <laughs> oh, it's a shame. You're going to have to stay. I got to go. Goodbye. <laughs> I know. Walked My around poor in his son. underwear for three days. He's probably so happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eating cookie dough. Yeah. He, he was happy. <laughs> oh, my uh, All right. Well, Amy, is there anything that we haven't talked about that we should have? No, I'm just, uh, thank you for helping me with the the confidence again, because I just, I felt like I did, I have lost a little confidence since switching to the pump. Okay. So I'm trying to, to get that back, but I love it. You know, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. We were giving her, you know, 12 shots a day sometimes. So wow. this is, uh, and especially with a difficult child like her, there was some running around, pinning her down, you know, <laughs> so, but I'm like, I will not let you be high. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. yeah just imagine <laughs> just like, you like flopped on top of her on a sofa oh like, yeah <laughs> it very accurate and it's the same with like you know the dexcom you know and and some of the advice that i've been given by people is like oh we'll set a timer and you know and then tell her okay it's time now and i'm like that's not gonna work like i'll set the timer for five minutes and she's still not gonna let me do it so you have, just, to, you have to do these things like sneaking up on a wild animal you just throw a bag I, over her head and <laughs> yes yeah seriously <laughs> yeah. and so it's just like that dexcom you know how you know you stick it on and then you, but sometimes she'll be like no wait 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 and i'm like no i'm not waiting and i'll just i'll just do it and i know maybe that's not in the parenting books and or whatever, but I'm like, no, she will literally walk around with that thing hanging on her arm. She'll do the long game. She will stay, <laughs> she will walk around for days and never let me inject it. So I just know I just have to do it. Well, so I think the waiting just builds the anxiety, honestly. It does. Yeah. It does. And I just do it and she might, you know, get yeah. a little combative, but you know, then it's done and you know, we no, move on. No, I, so. I, I'm a, I have to, I have to tell you, be honest, I'm a proponent of, of, of do it quick yeah so even, yeah like, I just, and i just know her you yeah. know 
But even when it's people like, take off their devices, and sometimes I see them, they're like soaking them and stuff. And they're like, well, I like to get it nice and wet. You know, I know some people have skin issues where pulling it off quickly really does mess with them. But, right. you know, Arden, we just like peel up a corner and I'm like, you ready? And she goes, yeah. And I hold her skin down with one hand and I just zip and I just yank it oh, off. Oh, wow. And, it, and <laughs> it doesn't feel great, but it's over and then it stops hurting and that's it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, like if you want to soak you know, you want to soak your pod for an hour before you pull it off. Like, it's cool with me. Like, I don't, I don't, no, I don't have time for that. I don't care, but that isn't <laughs> yeah. how we do it. We're just like rip and go. Um, yeah, you know. I, I'll soak it a little bit, but no, we, we don't wait more than a couple of minutes. I'm like, nope. Okay. It's coming off now. Yeah. So I just, I just don't, and I know her and it doesn't matter how patient I am. She's never going to be ready. You know, she's never going to be like, okay, mom, you can take my, you can inject it now, or you can take it off now. You just have to, you just have to get it done. One more second. <laughs> one more second. One more second. One more second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Why are we waiting? It's just wait one second like that. It just goes on forever, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. I may, have lived, <laughs> so. I may have, have lived through that once or twice. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, my son was taking a pill when he was a little kid. Holy crap. I still, my wife and I are traumatized by one time. <laughs> like we just were hours in the kitchen, like just swallow the pill. Oh my swallow gosh. The, swallow the, like we're tired. Like you'll feel better if you just, he was little, you know, and he's just like, I don't want to do it. And we're like, shut up and just swallow the pill. And he fought forever. And then finally did it. And like an hour later, he's like, my head feels better. And we were like, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gonna, Imagine I'm, that. Uh, okay. Thanks, kid. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right, Amy, I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to delete out all the cursing that we did. Yes, I'm sorry. I, I have save. a potty mouth. <laughs> no, it's fine. I cursed the biggest curse, so don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> do, you, you don't, do you not remember? I, You know, I don't. I said. I think so. Yeah, oh, yeah. I said, yes, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's that, right. That's yes. Gotta, that's got to come out. Um, that has to come out. Although yeah. I imagine, <laughs> I can imagine your daughter saying it. So. Uh, she calls him a little bitch all the time. That's her. <laughs> <laughs> so she never calls him a pussy, but she tells him he's a little bitch. And she tells him he's never going to move out. Uh, she's mean. <laughs> and he's she, so nice to her. Wait till she gets older and she starts saying stuff like, girls aren't going to go out with you. And <laughs> Oh, she's, yeah, she's very mean. But he's, thankfully, he he's pretty good about ignoring it yeah. so. all right listen if your friend ever wants to come on and talk about her husband coming out i don't care that it doesn't have anything to do with diabetes. Okay. it's an interesting story yeah. for sure yeah, so and i'll let you know if my husband ever does i'll well, keep you posted different way yeah i hear you okay all right, all right hold on one second. take care you too a huge thank you to one of today's sponsors Gvoke Glucagon. Find out more about Gvoke Hypopen at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juice box. You spell that G V O K E G L U C A G O N dot com forward slash juice box. I'd also like to thank Amy for coming on the show and sharing her story and US Med for sponsoring this episode. Go to usmed.com forward slash juice box or call 888-721-1514. Get your free benefits check. Get started with US Med. If you're enjoying the Juice Box podcast, please share it with someone else who you think might also enjoy it. And if they don't know about podcasts, take their phone from them and show them. Be like, here, download this, do this, search for that, listen here. Some people need help. Thank you so much for listening. 
I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juicebox Podcast.